be surprised when anyone leaves New York. I mean, where do they go? The real world? A homeless man showed me his dick on the way here. It doesn't get any realer than that. Big wasn't even going to tell you? No. He said he'd call, but what if he didn't? It's like those guys you have the great second date with and then never hear from again. I pretend they died. Okay, now the tough question. Should you sleep with them one last time? Exactly. Going out of business sex, what do we think? No. Okay, quick draw, give it a second here. No. We like each other, we respect each other. It could be nice. Romantic. Hmm. No. Welcome back to the Miranda's Pod fam. Season finale, season four. Season four. uh, What is this? Season four, episode 18, I Heart New York, season four finale. What a good episode. This is fantastic. Can we rate it right now? I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. Okay, I'm giving it a 475. I I was going to give it a 475. Love it. So we're going to start off with our rating. We Uh never do this, but I think why not? It's a season four finale. finale. Let's just mix it up a little bit. Let's be Mm -hmm. fucking wild. Let's be a little naughty. Um, Let's be a little naughty. Yeah. So I had notes up the wazoo for this one. I don't even know where to start, to be honest. Well, as do I. And I was was kind of mentioning this before that I didn't have a ton of time to like watch it this week. So I have this like really quick lunch break. HBO Max is somehow allowed. So I'm like streaming it during my lunch break. And there's like a crazy scene like that we'll get to with Richard, another woman. And my my students immediately walked in and I was like, shut (laughs) up my laptop. I was like, this this might be illegal. Watch what I've been <laughs> it might watching. Be illegal. It might be illegal. <laughs> um, so so yeah. I mean, let's do a quick summary and then get let's just it. get into it because there's some good plots. All right. Go um, Carrie is continuing to rock her new short haircut, having a fresh cut, fresh start, fresh new season. It is summer turning into fall. I loved it, and she is reconnecting with Big. And as he prepares to move, much to her surprise, across the country to California. So this episode is like their goodbye to each other, a goodbye, farewell to New York, and kind of a closing of um, one season of her life in the beginning of something something new. Um, Spoiler alert, this is not their goodbye. I I don't know why she's being so dramatic in this, but it is kind of a goodbye for them this this episode. Miranda has a starting of a new chapter in her life as she prepares to have her baby. At the end of the episode, Brady Hobbs is welcomed into the show and we start this whole new part of Miranda's life and um, as a character. This is a huge pivotal moment for Miranda. Samantha has like a closing of a chapter in her life with Richard. Um, she's been so in love with him and committed and they're being monogamous. And throughout this episode, she's driven kind of crazy and gaslit by him. And we come to find out that he has been cheating on her. She finds out, confronts him. And it's just very affirming for her in this like awful, painful way. And then Charlotte um, is closing the chapter of season four of her and Trey. She sees him in this episode from afar and decides to start dating again, which doesn't go that well. But as we know, this leads us into season five with her being ready to date and get married again. So kind of closings of lo- closings of um, plot points and chapters in season four and lots of new beginnings um, in the season finale. 
Excellent recap, my dear. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Um, which one are we getting into first? I think we got to just get into carrying big. I've been thinking. You can't slink out of town this way. We have to do it upright. A proper goodbye. You, me, New York. You owe it to us. And by us, I mean New York and myself. How's that wine? Mm-hmm. It's from my vineyard. In that case, I hate it. Carrie and Big. <sighs> Carrie and Big. I'm, my, my Carrie is so desperate. I don't like. I don't know how else to say this. You're you're lying in bed at night, all right, mm-hmm. and you feel a light breeze, just a, a light breeze that lets you just pull a blanket up to your chin, and then somehow that is just enough. Of 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 like an inspiration to call a toxic ex. Yeah. Like how like how le- little conviction do you have? Yeah. Or like you know sense of self. And then she did the funniest thing when she was talking on the phone with him. It's kind of like when you're talking to a friend and they say like really cool plans and you're like hmm that's nice. Like I'm just to- like you're just waiting for them to invite you somewhere. Yeah. yeah she was yeah. just waiting for Big to like ask her to come over. Yeah. 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 And I also like. I mean, I I can't imagine it would be easy if someone you really like you find out is moving. My question is, if you were Carrie and you walked into the apartment of the guy you really liked and you saw that he was like packing up and moving, like how would you feel or how would you act, I guess, around him? Well, it depends on what age. If this is 23-year-old me, oh, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. You know, enjoy. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, I, cool as a cucumber. Now, um, I would probably express, like, how, like, how sad I felt. I mean, hmm. That's tough. Carrie and Big, like, they like to play the little cat and mouse game. So, I, I, I don't know. What, what about you? Um, I, I, I mean, I definitely felt that like where your stomach kind of drops, like I get that mm-hmm. feeling of like, uh, and I like, you're so caught off guard, but like you, you're only like kind of in that moment allowed to be like, say positive things, you know? Um, yeah. so I would feel like really stuck, but, um, what I did find was really, really telling is that, um, you know, Carrie asked him, I think this was on the phone, like, are you ever lonely and big without skipping a beat? He says no. <laughs> and I'm just like, can you fucking listen to this man, please? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and, and then she just is like, well, I'm going to come over. I'm just yeah. going to hang out. I'm going to bring I'm going to bring you fresh pizza, fresh pie. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think it's but it's really interesting. People move, yes. People leaving New York does feel sometimes monumental because it's yes. like you're leaving, you know? It's yes. like you did it. You like broke through the chains. Like I remember yes. when you said you were you yes. were leaving. And I remember that like yes. last time we hung out, we oh. were like upstate sitting there before I my know. bus ride. And I felt this like deep sadness to I know, return me to New York too. and not have you there. And I know. so I think like leaving New York feels – and I'm moving anywhere, It feels heavy. Feels it does like such a big change and like void almost like, yeah, I even feel it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, my yeah. God. That feeling. Of like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I and I know people are probably saying, well, Sarah, you live in Weehawken, New Jersey, <laughs> so technically you left. 
<laughs> but I didn't. It's basically another borough. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's on Street Easy. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I think like. Yeah, even no, I I don't feel like I moved from New York City, like I'm in there every single day. But it's yeah, when people move out of state and I so I'm assuming Carrie just felt so, so sad. And it's what um, prompts her to suggest a goodbye evening and and doing it up like in a New York way. It's very funny what they choose to do because it's like the most touristy thing possible. Yes. Um, And there's this thread of uh, big it was like loving this song Moon River on like a record Yeah, and like he, like, I don't know, that song is kind of played throughout the episode. And, you know, at the end, which I thought was so funny, like she, they have like a lunch date, like a standing lunch date, like for her to say goodbye, like 2 p.m. And like somehow she just like goes into his empty apartment and like, like, I just get really bogged down as a Virgo with logistics. I'm like, wait, so who let her up? Like, who had the keys? Like, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, this is just not logistically, like, probable and yeah. possible of what's happening. No. It's not even five. And he, like, leaves the record behind. And it's like, for when you get lonely and then... There was an envelope that said for when I get lonely and it was like two tickets. Two tickets. And that yeah. that's like one of my ancient scrolls where I'm like, how do you are those like vouchers? Or like how do you how do you have two printed tickets? Like for like, like <laughs> I know. a flight with no date. How does that, that is work? truly the ultimate ancient scroll in this episode <laughs> that there were plane tickets like just in like for what time you're right is it a gift card is it a gift certificate uh who knows were yeah. they ever used yeah yeah I, that just, just wasted so fucking funny. like um, i don't think airlines could handle that right now like they couldn't no. handle someone having some sort of like credit or gift card they can't they don't even have like fuel to get people across the country when there's like a freaking mist of rain like you and heather when you came to la so we're gonna stop in oklahoma to refuel it's like a six hour flight (laughs) what are you talking about i know i was like i am deeply concerned right now yeah um for the state of you know JetBlue's uh yeah fleet um no yeah that was such a great ancient stroll to call out um i am curious because Yes, Moon River is like played throughout, but there's also this kind of question game that Carrie and Big played mm. throughout in which they bring up Moon River and Carrie's like, corny. And he's like, no, classic. And so I'm going to throughout this episode, I'm going to be prompting you with those questions. Mm. And I'm 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 curious, Moon River, is it corny or is it classic? Classic. I, I'm going to go classic, too. And these mm. will be on. They'll be on the gram. Yeah, um, I think I think Moon River is classic. Um I just find her, yeah. Carrie was just so unbelievably irritating to me in this episode. Like, she um, just, like, is so romantic. I, I just, it, 
I know exactly what you're saying. It reeks of desperation, and it's very hard to watch. She was just trying to orchestrate, like, such a big emotional romantic moment that is probably, like, like inconsequential to him, you know? I know. and He's just kind of, like, I feel like he, if I were him, I would just be like, oh, my God, she's so cute, like... (laughs) Doing these little things. Well, my thing is, you know, and she she does bring this up. She said, you know, if I hadn't have randomly called, would you have told me? Yeah. So it either shows how for- exactly. it's either are you such a forgiving, like patient person yep. that you're going to plan some gr- grand goodbye for somebody who probably wasn't going to call you? Or does that just speak to her being so absolutely delusional? And I, I, I don't know delusional because uh, yeah and it's just like so interesting that you have this like whole series we get to the end of season four and she's still pining for his like affection and approval like she's still doing it i think that she's like pathetic like remember the last time he was leaving he went to paris without her yeah and like told Uh her not to come like how is she not having like insane like deja vu trauma from like him fucking pulling this one again on her and like not like I mean they're not together so it's different but like I would still be like oh my god like that would just like just put my like make my wheel spin out and just be like whoa again he's like you know, I know. And I, and I think that's why watching this when I was younger, this was such a romantic episode mm. to me. Like and I felt a tinge of that like romantic intensity when they were dancing in his apartment post pizza and mm-hmm. river and they're really close and slow dancing. They also as actors have very mm-hmm. good chemistry, mm-hmm. really good flirty chemistry. Mm-hmm. And so you feel it and you want them to kiss. And they're dancing there. So I remember watching this when I was a little bit younger, feeling like this was so romantic, this goodbye, they're destined. We're talking about fate throughout this episode. And now I just kind of see it as like Carrie just continuing to go back to somebody who like Mm -hmm. kind of just like continued to reject her. Mm -hmm. So if it, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe when I was younger, it felt very like affirming and very like, oh yeah, like the guy who does reject you does want to be with you secretly. Yeah, like, like yes, he doesn't call down, you. Yes, highs and lows. Yes, he yeah. doesn't call you. Yes, he leaves you without saying anything. But secretly, he really wants yeah, you. Exactly. And I think that's a really like bad message to promote. It's really um, bad message. Oh my god. Yeah, like the unavailable person just deep down really harbors feelings for you. But and so you many rom coms are like that. They like, I know. are not it's, good it's, for it's, us. It's a trope it's yeah. a trope and, and it's and it's i love those kindle books like i read these like ridiculous Allie hazelwood steminist fiction books like literally it's about like women in stem and like the hot scientists they get with yeah and like literally the trope is so predictable and it's like the guy who basically you think hates you actually wants you yeah yeah and, and, and i fall for it every time baby well <laughs> this like, actually yes. leads me to one of my samantha zingers of wisdom I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. Which is they're all at brunch and Carrie's like talking about how she like really wants to like get with Big one more time. Like she was really like putting it on like the romance with him like on the pedestal. And Miranda, which I love, is like, nope. Carrie's like trying to basically (laughs) 
you know, create different scenarios. Well, what about this? And Miranda's like, hmm, let me think about it. And no. And but, but, but what about like if this could we have sex? And Miranda's like, mm-hmm, nope. And I loved that Miranda was playing that card. But the Samantha Zinger is that I love this is like so smart. Sex with an ex can be depressing. It's if it's good, you don't have it anymore. And if it's bad, you just had sex with an ex. I thought that was a, it's great a good line. one. <laughs> have you ever had um, sex with an ex? Yes. Yeah. Probably a handful of times with different ones. Yeah. And guess what? It is sex with an ex. Just leave it, it is, at that. It, it is what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, I think though, like, oh God, I, I don't know. In this episode, I, I, I was rooting for them. I, I was rooting for them. Like, I, I, I felt like, I, I don't know. I, I was, was like, you guys deserve bit. each other. You guys absolutely deserve I just really didn't like another carry tracker of mine is that, or maybe this is my first carry tracker. I don't need professional help. I've got you guys. For about another 10 minutes. Is when she says, things are different now. I feel safe with him. Like, (laughs) how? How did you arrive at that, Carrie? How did you arrive at safety? (laughs) You're not even together. How are you safe? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I feel safe with him. It's like, dude, he does not give a shit about you. And um, Charlotte enables. I know. Well, Charlotte is kind of playing the hopeless role. Well, Charlotte's yes, a hopeless romantic. Yeah, she is. And she's like, I always thought you'd end up together. And I think she's kind of saying what the audience is is, yes. is thinking. And and again, I'm trying to go, I wish I could watch this show as a first time viewer mm. while it aired. And maybe like and as an guys, adult like, too. Because it's like because we know what happens, mm-hmm. but at that time, like this could have been like, wow, he's leaving. This is it. Like mm-hmm. they're done. It's not like you know, this this happens on shows where we're this is this is like the closing of a chapter. So yeah, again, I, like I think this is maybe more significant when it first aired. Yeah, I loved how the show broke the fourth wall. Like they based Charlotte basically says, I just always thought you two would end up together. Mm-hmm. And Miranda says she was meant to end up with Aiden. And I love that they did that. And it actually is really good potential and just like that foreshadow. Oh my, well, you're so right. You've got like the two teams, you've got the bigs and you've got the Aiden's and, you know, bigs dead. So let's see what, what Aiden can do. Um, yeah, it really interesting how they, the, the characters talked about it, how fans talk about it. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm curious what you, um, think about the, the ending between them, like the, they, they, the, the care, the kiss and the carriage ride. Like, is that really love? Is it just horniness? Like what's I mean, going on there? Really? So they're in the carriage ride that Carrie's arranged because she's like on in her own on her own fucking planet thinking like <laughs> she wants some big romantic goodbye in a horse drawn carriage. But he actually like really like they have a very passionate kiss mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, they they clearly have like love for each other. Um, I think that yeah. he's just big, which hey, I don't blame him for it. He is always going to put himself first, and so yep. I think he'll let himself have that passionate kiss. But he knows that like 
he'll always put himself first. And I just feel like she will always put him first. And I think that, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, yeah. Qu- quick question then. Um, horse ride carriage, ho- horse carriage not. ride in Central, <laughs> horse carriage ride in Central Park, corny or classic? Corny. Uh, corny and, and dare I say unethical. Like I, I, <laughs> Inhumane. I, 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 think it, I think it's unethical. And, and that is also one of my agent scrolls. Yeah. I hate those horse carriages. No. Those those painful they, videos inhumane. of those like horses yeah. heating, like of dying oh. of the heat. Well, like a block away from my work is where all those horses like live oh. and stay. And we've oh. seen like, with my class trip, we like walked around and I was like, guys, don't even look like it's so they're sad just so inside tired. there like, it, it is and it's like this dark like parking garage which they like stay in uh, like, their stables it, it's not good there's like not even windows it's depressing so um unethical i'm gonna choose that not, yeah not hot cornier classic um i also thought this was another interesting ancient scroll there's kind of a bunch <laughs> in the episode not sure if you caught this one but when Carrie is in the carriage with yep. Big and Miranda calls mm-hmm. and Mar- Miranda had given her a cell phone mm-hmm. and she didn't really even know how to open or answer mm-hmm. it. And I, I I sometimes forget like, wow, we've had four seasons mm-hmm. of a show about dating and love and there mm-hmm. haven't been phones involved mm-hmm. in it. And I just think nowadays, like it's so integral. Like you look on TV, like on mm-hmm. movies and stuff and you even have texting on the screen. Like it's such a big part of like dating and romance and relationships and friendships and life. Um, So I just thought this, this concept, like a phone ringing and her, like not even really knowing how to answer it. um, A felt on brand for her as being kind of an idiot, but also of, of the time and like people, not everyone having a cell phone. Your cell phone's ringing. I don't know your cell phone. Oh, Jesus, that is me. Oh, Miranda gave me one because, you know, you know. Oh, how the hell does this thing? Thank you. Miranda? Hi, I'm in labor. Meet me at Mount Sinai at 99th and 5th. Well, that's my um, that's my note. Cell phones are so new that you forgot you ha- even had one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so, yeah, you know what? I think um, obviously this isn't the last of Carrie and Big, but I, I I think we only see him once in season five. Yeah. Maybe twice. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Um, there was I, I couldn't help but wonder. But I couldn't help but wonder. Uh, I could yes. you make a mistake and miss your date? Like I can't. Do you remember? Fate. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Can you? Um, I think it's. I couldn't help but wonder. Could you make a mistake and miss your fate? What Which do, she then comes yeah. back to at the end, and then like realizes that the mistakes are what make your fate. And I'm like, mm. yeah. Well, what are you, what are you saying here, girl? Like, what, what what's your thesis? Also, I do want to say I have like two Miranda sarcasms from that brunch. It feels good to be sarcastic. Which is like, you know, they're basically saying like, I think Carrie's like, you had sex with an ex? And she goes, uh-huh. And she points to her stomach, like her pregnant stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. At the end, she's like, yeah, and look how great that turned out. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is like, you know, talking about Miranda and Steve in this episode. Again, I understand now and just like that so much more in this dynamic I, I don't know why I, I it 
they're so real, Miranda and Steve, but she's also like, does she even like him? I don't, I don't know. I know. I know. And they're actually, which I forgot, they were like toying with naming the baby Danny. Mm-hmm. And then how did they get to Brady? Naming him Brady? Um. Well, that's um his last name, Steve Brady. So it's going to be Miranda Hobbs. So Brady, I think at the end, it's like Miranda thought of it, like Brady, like to make him part of it, to show like oh, Steve, so they you're made part it, of this. Steve's last name, his son's first name. Yes. That is the weirdest fucking thing ever. Sorry. Super non-traditional. Um, I, I mean, Hobbs I so Brady con- is. Brady Hobbs? Brady Hobbs. I mean, yeah. It, it, I wonder, do you think Brady kept Hobbs after his parents got married? Or do you think he's Brady Hobbs Brady or Brady or do you Brady? Think he's Brady Brady. <laughs> <laughs> like now that I, I think he's about Brady it, like, Brady. <laughs> I think he's Brady Brady. Like he's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was um really sweet to to hear the conversation about baby names. Like I feel like a baby names conversations come up before in this show. We've talked about it and it, it just must be like I can barely decide when I get my nails done what color to pick. And I fucking hate it every single time. I know. Like, I know picking mean. a name. My God. I mean maybe it's different. Like when we when we got Magoo, um <laughs> her name was CC and we were gonna try and change it and then we just like kept CC. So maybe it's different when you have a kid, but like they were they were like dabbling with Paul. Like you can't name a child Paul. <laughs> Paul is like a 50 year old CPA. Like I just don't know how you could like have a have an infant Paul. I don't know. But yeah, I thought it was cute. The, the them trying to figure out the names of the kid. And um, so, yeah, there you go. Miranda has her baby. And this is going to lead us into season five with her dealing with like, what do they call it? The fourth trimester where it's not, you're not pregnant anymore. You've had the baby, but you're like dealing with all the comp, like the emotional and like social like effects of like after you have a baby, which I think is just as important to talk about. Um, so yeah, what else do you want to get into this episode? Well, I have, I, I, I mean, I think we have to get into, um, Samantha and Richard, this was just like, I feel like it was, it's like everyone's worst nightmare. There she was, Miss Sassy and her shag, trying to catch Richard with his lunchtime shag. I know, because I, I, I women have it's so visceral too, believable intuition, mm-hmm. and when men like gaslight and make you think that you're crazy, even though you you're like, I know something is wrong. Yes. I I love that Samantha stood her ground though and yes. she like didn't give in and she like went full on spy mode with yes. her Raquel Welch wig and yeah. her like white trench coat which is like the yeah. worst disguise ever. Yeah. Um but I thought it was it was really, you know, sad like she really has leaned into this relationship. Yeah. She is being monogamous with him. She gets him this like really tacky piece of art like oh my how about, god, it was so like, bad. Corny or classic, that's fucking corny. Like that art was just terrible. And maybe he, maybe after receiving that art, he's like, we're not going to work. Like clearly you have no taste. The the art piece may have been the thing that like, um, you know, was the nail in the coffin for them. But you can even see when she suggests putting it up in the bedroom, 
he there's that switch. There's yeah. this look on his face. He is like, oh shit, it shouldn't be there. He doesn't want their love really on display. Yeah. So yeah, she's convinced that he's cheating. She ends up, you know, stalking him and or a she, reminder that like the person mm-hmm. he loves is where he like fucks random ass people. Yep. And what does she find out on his lunch break that he is in bed with another woman with like the most like visceral, vivid, visceral, like eating outs sex scene on the show like, yeah. I don't think we've seen it like no. this it was pretty intense yeah and that woman has amazing core strength to have her yeah. legs like that up in a V yeah um I also thought it was so funny that when he looks up like clearly the makeup artist on set had to like put Vaseline over his lips to make it really look like he was eating pussy because it was oh like his no his face was like glistening and if anyone wants to like go back and look it's really really it is. a lot it is. it's just sex I love you <laughs> it's terrible as his like face so is like terrible. covered in like like a shiny substance Awful. that they put on him oh I know oh my god it's um yeah I, I i i feel i feel so bad for samantha in this scene i know um and you know she really tried and i feel like this is i hate that I, he, yeah. like you, because we know what happens in the episode like we're watching him lie through his teeth and like he's saying the woman is a business associate um you know and she was, I mean, it was funny to see Samantha kind of like get crazy, you know, and be like, mm-hmm. she was wearing come fuck me heels. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I actually have another Carrie tracker that relates to this scene. <laughs> okay, what is it? Carrie questioning Samantha's motivation to stalk Richard <laughs> when Carrie literally went to Big's ex-wife's publishing house just to like get a peek of what she looks like. When Samantha has actual, like, impetus to, like, see if he's cheating or not, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, Carrie's, like, the ultimate stalker. We have yeah. multiple, like, you know, instances in which she has, like, stalked big. Like, thing when he sh- she showed up to his church with Miranda. Like, it was so weird. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that that's a great Carrie tracker. Um, one of the funny scenes in when she's like catches Richard get he gets into a cab and she gets into the cab too and she yells to the driver, follow that car. And he's like, Are you fucking kidding, kidding me? me? I thought that was like it. <laughs> <laughs> there was some like really, really funny lines between Samantha and characters in this episode. Like, here's like a, a one that like also made me laugh. She's like, we like haven't had sex. And and he's like, what about yesterday? No, she says, wait, basically like we haven't had sex a lot. And then um, she says to Richard, what about yesterday? He's like, we were at the opera. She's like, well, I was bored. He's like, I fucked you for three hours and we got home. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, big whoop. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was really funny. Like, and she was like, so she was like absurd this episode. But totally also unhinged. like how much sex is he getting? Like, and I, I know that does make like, me. That's yeah. so alarming that. I know. It's, do you think he's an addict? He Sex has addict. to be. If it's three hours and then on his lunch break, he's just like taking a business associate like to have sex with him. I, like that's a lot of sex and like a lot of like time to carve out. 
I know. Like, how successful is your business if, like, this is how you're spending your time? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, who knows? Um, but, yeah, this sets Samantha up to be a little vengeful and, like, yes. in season five. And we have, like, the – I mean, obviously, we're not going to spoil it now. But, like, the classic Richard-Samantha line um, in season five that I just, like, absolutely adore. Um, and – yeah. What about Charlotte in this episode? Kind of kind of a boring plot point. Kind of boring, but I feel like... Okay, so first of all, my note is I would love if Charlotte was my docent at MoMA. She was, like, so good. And then she... I mean, she was so sweet. So sweet. And then this guy, like, picks her up there. Like, one of the people on the tour is, like, has been, like, a repeat Tory because he thinks she's, like, very attractive. And they go back to her place, which is her old apartment with Trey. And he's, like losing his mind at like how big it is and like oh my god who was this guy like I'll never measure up like my ex-wife was xyz and I don't know I just I live in a studio I live in a studio and I just thought like that must be so hard for Charlotte to have her marriage pass as Carrie says like bleed into her dating future um yeah, I think that's true and it's what she's going to be up against in which she's a single woman with a really valuable apartment and that's mm-hmm. signifying to men like she's a woman of like status or she comes mm-hmm. from it or has money. Um, mm-hmm. And I think men are maybe – I wonder if that's like an ancient scroll, a man reacting that way or do, mm-hmm. that, do you think that would um, – some men would still react that way now, being super intimidated by a woman who has I money. think they would be intimidated. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I feel like – I I mean, maybe not, but I do think that, like, men get intimidated by women, you know, just in general. And so when they saw, like, you know, somebody else who, like, really provided for her, I'm sure they – like, how can you not compare – I would compare myself if I, like, even found out, like, some person's, like, ex's shoe size. Like, oh, okay, so if they're – shoe is bigger than mine like you know you you can like literally overanalyze anything like yeah I think it, it probably made the guy feel inadequate and I think that is a feeling a lot of people can relate to when it comes to exes and new partners and past loves of feeling like you know do I measure up in whatever way that you want to measure is it like height is it and, and this is just for women too? It's like, am I as pretty? Am I as like good in bed? Or am I as successful? Am I as smart? And so I think this is like a comedic representation of the inadequacies and, and inadequacies and vulnerabilities that we feel when we're stepping into something new and that you know other people have like pass that you know we hope that we're not being compared to. And because this guy seemed like super interested in her, and he it did. sucks that he when he walked in he felt like completely. But I also you know, feel like this might be a stretch, but walk, walk me like help help me along the way. But all right, I, let's workshop I, it. We've talked a lot about how like I feel like men like feel like really. I mean, there was a whole episode in, on Sex and City season one where Carrie's friend has like great sexual chemistry with this woman, but like he, she's not as like you know cheese girl uh, the cheese girl the dairy girl like objectively hot or attractive and like i find that like women are much more willing to like date a guy if he brings other things to the table aside from looks but i don't think 
men are as inclined to do that. And I think that's because like for so long, women have been seen as like decorative or ornamental. And it's a, and it's like a status, like it's almost like a symbol of status. If you can get like a hot, attractive woman to date you like with your friends. And so that being said, I think that some of those like, you know, representations of like having some sort of status with the woman is like, you're either like really good looking or you have a lot of money. And so like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he's up in his head about, Oh, who's this ex-husband? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. he represents power and money. And like, I just feel like (laughs) little does he know about schooner (laughs) schooner, but like speaking of like schooner, it's like dick measuring contest, but with like, their yeah. wallets. I think that men, you know, are really like competitive with that shit. Absolutely. And I'm I'm curious in it. Do you think that in the same vein, women are um can be more insecure about a woman's looks? Hundred percent. Like like an ex is like, what did your ex look like? Oh, I'm hotter. Like, don't we all hear that? Oh, you're hotter than her. You're prettier than her. Like you're I don't know if I ever yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard that from the men. Oh Lord, <laughs> you're so much hotter. Yeah. No, in the sense as much as we I would mean, like that. I like, mean from your friend saying that about like, let's say, okay, let's say you um were dating someone, you broke up, then they get with somebody new. Then that you I, I mean, I'm, I'm putting I'm basically I think women compare their looks with other women where yes. it's not like I have more money than her. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am taller than her. You know? um, <laughs> no, well, so, listen to this. Listen, to th- I have a real life example. What? So I was on this. I think did I tell you about this? Like I was with the guy that I'm seeing right now. We got ramen and it was like a rainy Los Angeles day and we were walking back on Sunset Boulevard back to where we had parked. But like this isn't like a sidewalk where a lot of people walk like cars are fucking flying by like this isn't Mm -hmm. like a uh, like on Sunset where we were isn't a place where you're just like walking around like arm in arm or like hand in hand with your pals like and we I see like a group of like really cool looking girls. And I can tell that the guy I'm seeing like recognizes one of them. And I'm all excited because I haven't met any of his friends yet. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to get to meet one of his friends. And then I'm kind of noticing the interaction (laughs) and I'm seeing that like, there's a little bit of awkwardness. I mean, everyone's very nice, but I like think, you know, he's, talking to one specific female and I go in and like shake her hand. <laughs> Hi. The old handshake. Like, I'm Laura. It's nice to meet you. Thinking I'm meeting like one of his like good friends or something. And then I see that the other two people in the group like aren't like they're nice. They say hi to me, but they're not like trying to meet me. And he knew them. And so then I was like, huh, something, something's up here. And as soon as we walk away, he's like, that's my ex. <gasps> and that's the first time I've seen her since we broke <laughs> up. What a random run in, Gil. I know. And then. Whoa. You were so much hotter than her, Gil. <laughs> well, no, this is what's funny is I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I had a feeling because it wasn't like, all right, see you at, you know, 
yeah. Kevin's thing next week or there was none of the like, oh, are you going to be going to the whatever trip in Joshua Tree? There was like no like follow up. Like, yeah, yeah. It was oh, bye bye. Yeah. It was just like, bye. And so like, so I told him like the first thing I said to him when we're walking back to the car, he was like, oh, my God, that was my ex. And I literally go, you have a type. And he was like, what? What are you talking about? Because she was like pale, brown hair, <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> like and, and like had like, you know, like kind of like a funky, casual like hip kind of style. And I was like, you have a vibe. I mean, you have a type. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's kind of nice, right? That you're like, oh, like he's this, like he's into me, right? Like this is kind of a girl that he well, goes to. I, so I start telling him like, I was like, I know this is weird for me to say, but like, I look like shit right now. Cause I looked like shit. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, it, why does it matter? Like, what you look like? Oh, like, are you like, is it like a competitive, like painting me as like being competitive or whatever, whatever. And I said, like, I'm wearing your pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get things straight. <laughs> I'm wearing your fucking clothing. I'm wearing dirty underwear. I'm <laughs> Like, I slept at his house the night before we got, like, ramen for lunch. Like, oh. I was like, no, I look bad. <laughs> this is not peak run into the x Yeah, no, no. So, but um, again, my brain did go there, which is like. Of course. Yeah, I want to, like, look like I'm not wearing someone's pants. <laughs> Ill-fitted you, denim. You, you want to look good. Did you stalker online no i don't know like i don't even like i'm not even friends with him on instagram and i also just like don't really yeah. care about that shit to be honest i f- i feel like that's a habit for for the youth yeah like you that that's a good habit to like leave behind it's sarah's 20s. like blame it on the youth bitch i know you <laughs> stop <this>. uh, ready <laughs> hand, hand hand to god i have never stalked one of Dakota's exes. Okay. That is saying a lot because I love the old I, peekaroo online. One, I I I don't know if I believe you. I <laughs> swear on and when I say stalked, I mean stalked means you spent like more than like five minutes. Okay, so did page. you did you sp- did you ever put them in any sort of search engine bar? Yeah, I did ever. once, but like one time or twice, which I think is fine. Okay, when that I mean, counts. No, no, no. That is research. And that is just getting a little bit of information. And then the thing is, stalking means you repeatedly go back and you look. Like, you know, you know, yeah. like, I'm trying to think about you this. You don't need when to explain you, like, this go to me. some. Well, I'm trying to explain it to the, to the listeners where I'm trying to defend myself. <laughs> Stalking is when you repeatedly go back to the same page and look if they've updated anything. I have never, ever, ever done that. I've looked up someone by their name once, looked, that's it. I have no interest Going in once that. counts as stalking is what I'm trying to say. All right. We're going to put that on the gram. Yeah. And everyone's literally going to be like, yeah. Looking One them time. Up once counts. But if the if they're I, I disagree. Well, maybe I if they're pro- okay, here just- I will allow a gray area. If you typed in, which has happened, an ex's names 
like spouse, whatever on Instagram and you find out the profile is private, then that does not count because you didn't actually get to stalk. Well, that's what happened. Oh, so. Oh, okay. No, no. I never even looked at any pictures or pages. You saw that little dot the size of a dime. That's it. And that's all you got. What did you uh, extrapolate from that dime size photo of Dakota's um, eggs? That I'm much taller than all of them. (laughs) (laughs) But we all have big boobs. I love that you can tell someone has big boobs and like no, a, and like a, a five silly. millimeter circle. No, that that's a silly anecdote that that I think he shared with me. So <laughs> you know, it's again we there's, there's a but you had to verify, um, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to be so bad in my twenties. It's like this like obsessive compulsive loop where I would like go back. Like remember I told you about that one guy that like. Um, that director guy who yes. I was seeing I know, that, like, I know broke. Yeah, I know. Broke up with me over that text. Like I would literally go to his page like five times a day. Cause I was oh, like, I remember. why <laughs> I was like, why did this guy break up with me? And I knew it's because he was seeing someone else. Yes. And I would go back. Like it was like this loop of like looking for evidence. And when I finally saw him post the girl, I was like, there okay, you go. Like, I'm not Case crazy. Closed. I I know we didn't end this over a random ear infection that he got. Yeah, which is which was his excuse. It was Remember when we were excuse. at that bar, Battery Harris? <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to share this on the phone? You definitely have before. That was definitely a low point in my life. We probably have shared it. You probably shared it. I know. Well, this is this is when you and I both wore like very dark burgundy lipstick yeah. and also like ripped on cigarettes at a bar. Yeah. So like talk about like a different time of my life. But I know I remember you were like, like drunk and you're like, I stalk his profile <laughs> every single day. You're like, Sarah, are you okay? And then like two weeks later, I just like brought up the courage to bring it up organically. <laughs> I know. I was so hurt by so that breakup. Sarah, it was like, kind so of, kind of you're concerned. Like, <laughs> I know. Two years. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was bad. definitely not that. It's been a while. And you're like, oh, I was that. just exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's no, that was like. But that's one of those like random relationships that you have that's like going well. He treats you right. Like things are so great. And it's like a ghost curveball. Like out of the blue. Yeah. And it's and it's and then you're like and then you're left wondering like like then you're just looking for signs because there's no communication. So all you have is that like Instagram page to look at to kind of figure out like what went wrong. Like where did Well, this is like a really fucked up thought, but like ever since like that was like when the term ghosting came out was when we were basically yeah. the guinea pigs yeah. of like talking about dating and dating apps. And like I was ghosted, I think, two solid times. And uh-huh. I remember honestly, like to this day, I always say to myself, I may like anytime it's terrible, but I always say like that might be the last time you see the person. Mm. because i'm yeah. just pre- i'm just prepared at this point like it's that sounds so awful i mean i, it's I was awful. ghosted by somebody who we were saying i love you <gasps> oh right yeah right. like had met the parents yes 
We worked together and then literally left the country and ghosted me. And when I confronted him, acted as if I was crazy. Like, I, I kind of forget, like, when I was younger, like, 23 to 26 it was like a trying time with dating so trying that like yeah it's really weird when you look back at those experiences and and why oh and I don't know what the difference is between now and then but I think I just don't have the tolerance for it now or like I just don't allow shitty behavior out the gate and maybe at that time I let shitty behavior out the gate so I was like actually giving a ghost or like a chance to actually treat me poorly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and I don't maybe know. that's why watching Carrie is so frustrating because <gasps> you're like, are you 25? Exactly. Like, are you me when I was 24, 25? Like you're 30 fucking three. And you're torturing like, what yourself. Are you doing? Why are you, why are you like letting yourself like create this whole like carriage drawn horse drawn carriage experience for someone who's like so flaky with you, you know, and it's hard to watch. But I, I do want to say to our listeners, I would, I think we should cover an episode, like do a bonus episode where we just cover people's ghosting experiences, mm. where we cover people's ghosting stories, or we cover their uh, back burner stories. So DM us at the Miranda's Pod or email us at the Miranda's Pod at gmail.com. You can, like, obviously let it be anonymous. If you have like a story in which you were like ghosted and um, or a story mm-hmm. in which you were clearly the back burner, which is like when you're clearly just like a bench warmer f- for like another relationship mm-hmm. and that that person just keeps hitting you up like every few months when they're clearly single again or they don't, you know, make you the primary interest. Um, mm. We'd love to hear those stories. We would love them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we would absolutely love it. I've got a few to share. Um, so um, just to kind of wrap up with the episode with some of like the great things as to mm. why I gave it a four, seven, five. And you know me. It was the weather in this episode. It yes. was it was sunny. Yes. It was warm. It was chilly. There was some rain. This was a perfect depiction of New York weather when yeah. it's transitioning in which like like at one point, Carrie and Samantha are walking down. They have tans. They have mm. like dresses on. It's sunny. And the next day they have like blazers and coats on and a rain jacket. And the next night she's wearing her coat with her open-toed shoes. This was mm. everything mm. about weather in New York that it's like mm-hmm. so many seasons in one day, so many seasons in one week. Mm. And you just got to appreciate it. Um, I I love – and I loved the fashion and mm-hmm. I loved, loved the weather. My the fashion call out <laughs> – Oh my God, she's fashion roadkill. My main one really was, I love Carrie's like mid calf, like jeans. Like they're kind of skinny. They're kind of bootleg. And then she has. Um, Gilly, those are a cropped kick flare. Oh, I love that cropped kick flare with mm-hmm. the ribbed knit cream, like V-neck sweater. She had like a muscle tank and charcoal underneath. And then she had like these gold heels. You get a peek of at one point when she's dancing with Big. I I just thought that outfit yeah. like could be warm today. That episode is absolute perfection. I remember loving it back then. Um, the kick flare crop jean and the sleeveless tank are such, and it's like that nice slate gray tank with that cream oatmeal sweater. The hair back, it's perfect. Um, I really liked that that outfit. Um, I love that type of that cut of a pant. 
Um, and then I also like at the end of her, and you're right, like that, that's an outfit that I would wear today. What did you think of her ending outfit? The one with the, the like technicolor dream coat and like, yeah. the hot pink shoes. It's, I hated the shoes. I hated the little I know. ruffles on the shoes. Um, I remember the, when those were like a trend though, um, didn't really care for it. The jacket was fine. I don't know, but like, it's a famous outfit because that's what she's like watching Miranda, like push out a baby in. So I know with the water breaking. (laughs) Yeah. It's iconic. Um, I would say loved the coat with the dress, hated the shoes. I didn't like that pink with the coat. Like, I'm not sure where that pink was going. It just kind of. I don't know. I think the coat was like the statement piece and the shoes just, I, I don't know. Patricia Field, she's a genius, yes, but she is a genius. sometimes it's confusing. Um, so, yeah, I also loved Charlotte's. I mean, we love Charlotte, all of her like beautiful yeah. feminine dresses. She had that beautiful white and red one on the date. And if you, the back was really interesting. It had like black straps in the back. Um, It was just like pretty beautiful outfit. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for season four. Like we've come a long way. Like think about season episode two was the real me, like the the model show. I know. I know. It's crazy to think. And, um, yeah, so we will be doing, um, you know, season five. If anyone wants to come on, please. Um, if anyone wants to even just share any sort of story or thoughts or reflections, um, or, or things that they're excited to see in season five, email us at the at gmail.com. Leave us a review if you have time. We love reviews. Um, good positive ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, aside from that, we'll also see you this spring when we cover in just like that in May. Um, yeah. So on that note... See you next time, our little moon rivers. Our little moon rivers. Um, All right. Bye, guys. Bye.